In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, hello and welcome on this sunny Monday. Well, it's sunny here in Chicagoland for a couple more hours at least before we get a ton of snow. I'm kind of excited about that. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset today, folks. I'm Marla Tabaka, and my hope for this weekly broadcast is that together with my guests, like today's wonderful guests, I can help you find the tools, inspiration, ideas, whatever you need to take your thinking to a place that you know, that feels really, really good to you and and to attract things into your life that you deserve and you want and you desire. And if you're a business owner, into your business too. How much fun is that? So if you ever have any suggestions, any questions, any ideas to share with our audience, you know what? Dial in, dial in and join us. And I'm going to be giving that number out again in this broadcast later on in the broadcast. Um, But let's go on to today's guest because I'm really excited about this show. It's going to be so much fun. You know, we're in February now. And before you know it, what, next week, I think Monday or something like that, you can tell I'm single, um, Valentine's Day is going to be here. And, you know, now some of you probably have a sweetie out there to celebrate with and, and you feel really thankful about that. Some of you may have a significant other and perhaps you're not sure you want to celebrate that. And and some may be going into Valentine's Day thinking about how to attract that ideal mate for next year's celebration. And of course, some people are happy being blissfully single and just want to keep it that way or, or don't care one way or the other what what happens there and no matter what your circumstances there's a little something in today's show for you um my guest today is gabriella hartwell and gabriella is an intuitive relationship life coach and in a moment i'm going to let gabriella explain more about that fascinating career choice it just sounds so interesting and and so much fun Uh, what a great way to help people and Gabriella tells me that when she let go of her need to be in a relationship and started focusing on herself and finding that happiness within herself, that the perfect man just walked right into her life. How wonderful is that? And today she teaches people how to focus on growing themselves and in the process they naturally connect with their their soulmates. So Gabriella, hello, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Lila. Oh, I'm so excited. This is just going to be fun. You are just delightful. And, and what a fascinating career choice. I know that, you know, the seeds to, to 
that grow into our career choices are often sown early on in life. And, you know, it's not until we're looking back that we realize, oh, here we are. This is why this this happened in my life. And, and now I'm, I'm really glad that it did and I wouldn't change a thing. Is that, you know, tell us a little bit about this career as an intuitive relationship life coach and where it all began for you. Is that true for you? Yes, it definitely is. I have always felt uh, comfortable helping people. And as I was growing up, I've always had, like, friends who were older than me. So um, <clears throat> I would end up just uh, naturally just easing into the relationship with older people, and then they would always just ask me uh, things about their lives. And I found out that throughout the years, the area that most people came to me in was in relationships. And so I naturally gave advice in that area. And I grew up also observing my mother in relationships. She was a single mom, and she would go from relationship to relationship, and a lot of the times me observing this, these relationships did not seem healthy, and she wasn't happy to them. And uh, so by observing those uh, her experiences and also having this intuitive feeling within me that I would know when I meet uh, my soulmate, that's what kind of guided me to uh, the field that I'm in. So that's interesting because instead of, you know, like a lot of people spend some time at least, if not their entire life, kind of resenting something that may have happened in their childhood or somewhere, you know, upon their path. And it sounds like, Gabriella, to me, like you really took the experiences that you had through your mother's relationships and and you found a way to really turn that around for yourself. Absolutely. I have believed ever since I was younger and more strongly today that every experience that we encounter we can learn from and there's a reason for it and that we also chose the experiences and the people that we have in our lives um, so that we can create what it is we desire and intend in our life. And so that is really strongly intuitive and knowing. Um, how old do you think you were when you began to have that type of awareness and belief system? Um, ever since I was younger, I've always been attracted to uh, angels, and I've always had like a, a attraction and uh, comfort uh, with them. And it wasn't until you know I got a little bit older that I started really communicating uh, with with the angelic realm and the spirit guides and and so forth. But um, because of that connection, I think, you know, it's really helped me to realize there's more um, to life than just living through our experience. But there's a plan and there's more than one plan. And um, because of that, I've always kind of had that that comfort and that awareness. But um, I'd say maybe when I was... um, in like fifth to sixth grade is when it really started uh, feeling that. Wow. So you were really young. And, you know, you and I can talk about spirit guides and um, communicating with angels and so on and so forth. But we may have a lot of people listening here today who really haven't got a clue what we're referring to. So, so what, you're in fifth or sixth grade, right? And what, you start hearing voices? I mean, what what happens? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, what it was is I would be, like, attracted to all angel things. Like, I love, like, uh, angel pictures and um, angel statues and um, <clears throat> that type of thing. And so for, for me, when I was younger, it wasn't really that I was hearing any um, 
communication in that way through voices, but it was just like uh, an awareness that I was uh, surrounded with love and that there was presence around me. So that's how it started for me when I was younger. It was just that, that awareness of the presence. So let's talk about that a little bit because to me this is just always so fascinating when people are able to tune into this gift. I, I My belief is that we all have this gift, but that in connecting with our spirituality and our intuitive senses is how we really become aware of it. And that a lot of people don't ever have the opportunity or the awareness to get there in, in their lives. And it, it's, it's kind of sad that, that they don't. Well, it's sad from my perspective from them, for, from their perspective. I'm sure that they don't, they don't know any different, and so it's just fine. Um, what Gabriella share with us some of the sensations that you get in this, this spiritual connection that you have, when you, you said you, you know that you're safe, you know you're being taken care of, you know you're protected, you know you have this connection. Where do you feel that? What's it feel like? Well, I usually tell people because not everyone is familiar, like you're saying, with you know the, um, the angelic realm and the spirit guides and, and that type of communication. Um, I really tell people that there's lots of ways to interpret guidance in your life um, and to perceive it. You know, um, a lot of times we we get uh, messages through thoughts. You know, through it's kind of like in a way when we get a thought in our in our head, it's like a communication. You know, um, it's kind of like it's within us, but it's also outside of us in a way, telling us like someone telling us, okay, you know, maybe you should go do this or um, that, like intuitive nudge and a lot of the times, for me, because I've had a um, you know an awareness ever since I was younger of the presence of my angels, when I get communication, I I can understand when it's coming from me or when it's coming from from a, a higher source like that. Um, but there's not much difference in the um, guidance, what how you receive the messages, and and you know be able to use them throughout your life. Mm. Okay, so tell me this. Last week I had another wonderful, wonderful guest on the show, Sanjay Berman, and um, we talked about intuition as well. And Sanjay said, he's a, he's a master hypnotherapist, and Sanjay said that the first thought you get is your intuition guiding, guiding you and telling you the way. The very, very first thought. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Um because I think that when we get the other thoughts after that one, it's, it can be a fear that comes in. Uh, you know, it can be the ego and doubting um, what we're receiving. Um, it, it's the same thing whenever you see something, especially when you're not familiar with something that you're seeing, um, you know, then you have the tendency for your mind to get involved and be like, oh, my gosh, what is that? And then you have to try to interpret it and put it into a way where you can understand it. But things like higher communication... Uh, are not easily described, you know, within the uh, within the mind to comprehend it. So when that voice starts coming in, then it's it's going against that initial that initial voice, which I do agree is the intuition, because that's where there's no mind involved, and it's just it's just like you're receiving a message. 
Right. And sometimes it's just so difficult to listen to that message, isn't it? Because, you you know, you mentioned fear and it means letting go of that fear and remembering that it's not always action, but sometimes it's just faith and believing that you have to go on. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I think that uh, not only um, well, when fear comes through, you, you have so many things as a part of that. You, know, you have mm-hmm. beliefs that you've You've had growing up, you have feelings, um, yeah. behaviors that you're used to. And so sometimes when you get an intuition, if it, if it challenges any of those things, then yep. the action that, that uh, is required mm-hmm. after that is for you possibly to change your beliefs. Right. You know? yeah. and, um, and so, Gabriella, this is fascinating. And we're going to go into a commercial break now. And we'll come back in a moment. Okay. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriend at principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back. We're here today with Gabriella Hartwell, intuitive relationship life coach, spiritual teacher, and author of You Find Your Soulmate When You Let Go of Searching. 
And we're just having such a fun conversation here about intuition and learning to listen to your intuitive voice and and that connection that you may not even know that you have to your spirit guides or to angels or source or God or or whatever you like to call it, whatever you believe in. Gabriella, welcome back. Thank you. So tell me, Gabriella, you know, you're, you're an intuitive relationship life coach. So do you explain how that goes? You're, you're in a session with someone and someone is saying, you know, I, I've never found my soulmate. What do I do? Do you use your intuitive um, instincts to guide them? Or do you teach them how to tap into their own intuition or a little of both? It's a little of both. Um, I, I grew up uh, being kind of a second mom to my younger sister, who was 14 years younger than, than me. And um, so I would end up, when I would tell her things and explain things to her, I'd use like an analogy or an example. And I, that's just how I am. And so when I coach people, when I feel the need to um, share an example maybe that I've experienced that will kind of help them, see um, how, their situa- how their situation is and how maybe they might be able to um, be guided in this way, then I can use an example of my own life. So I end up, most of the time, though, coaching is really to help people get to their own conclusions and what is best for them. And uh, a coach and, and how I work my coaching is that I kind of just give them a different perspective, ask, them, uh, ask a lot of questions to get them to see a certain aspect of their situation or how they're feeling or their beliefs and um, and that's, that's how I kind of work. So um, a lot of the times I will ask a, a little bit about the past, but I don't like to focus on that because my, my focus is to help people determine what they need to do right now so that they can get to where they want to get the next day and the next week and so forth. So I tend to focus more on how can we accomplish what you want rather than looking back at the past. Although sometimes things that have occurred in the past are important to talk about for the present and also the future. Interesting. And so you might be able to help someone take a, a real look at themselves and explore, okay, why isn't this person coming into my life? What What is it that, you know, is stopping the person from finding me or me being uh, able to attract that person into my life? And, and how do you do that? Everyone's process is different because, um, you know, we grow up in different situations and we also, as a result of those situations, we have choices on how we're going to believe about life, about relationships, um, and so forth. And so because of those differences, then everyone's process of what they need to possibly change in their belief system or their actions is a different process. And so... um, Really, it's important for a coach, and what I do is try to get at the heart of, of the beliefs of someone, because I just actually had an interview um, last week, Thursday last week on someone's show, and someone had called in and asked about this relationship that she had recently started, and she was talking about, you know, her past, and she was saying, well, I always get the bad apples, and just that one statement is a huge belief in how she, you know, feels about for relationships about um, relationships in general, and then therefore when you believe something like that so strongly, your actions are going to be part of what you believe. So she could maybe not trust someone because she feels she's always going to get bad apples. So we had to kind of, you know, talk about that belief and 
Um, but it's not until you talk to every individual person to determine what it is that's really hindering them um, that they may not be aware of that's stopping them from having that relationship. Mm, wonderful. That's, that's so insightful, coaching at its best, absolutely. Um, it, how often do you get the comments, well, they're just not out there. Um, where do I go to find men? Um, okay, so I'm I'm single. I've been single for uh, my husband passed away 14 years ago, and um, you know I have a lot of single friends my age, and and we're not 20, we're not 30, <laughs> and and so we'll often say, well, gosh, you know, if it happens, it happens, and that's great. If not, that's fine. But where do you find single men? And I hear that from, from men, too. I have male friends who are, who are single, and they'll say, you know, where, where do you go to find single women? Do you encounter that a lot? Yes, yeah, that is um, a popular question that people are concerned with. And um, because I, uh, because of my book title, because of what I believe that you find your soulmate when you let go of searching, I don't necessarily promote dating sites, you know, and dating services because, I feel that in that space, not that you can't meet people that way, but in that space, you're coming from well, intending to have that relationship um, instead of just being in a space of comfortably being on your own and not that you need that relationship, but that you would like to have that. Mm-hmm. It's a different space. Mm-hmm. I recommend people to go to um, singles clubs, you know, on like a group, um, let's say, you like to read or something that you enjoy doing, like an activity, a hobby, and to find other groups. And they and they actually have, like, singles groups, too, where you can, um, you all have that in common that you're single and that you enjoy this particular activity. And you're going to enjoy the activity with other people who are also single, but the intention isn't, okay, you know, go on a date, maybe I can get another date after this one. It's not that space. It's not that expectation space, but you're going with maybe that'll happen. It's cool if it does. If it doesn't, that's okay. You're all going to enjoy what you enjoy. And then you're able to more be yourself together. Right. So I, and if, if you're really holding that space and intention, right, that um, this person will come into your life and you're truly intending it, you, you probably don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> it's just going to happen, Right. <laughs> Well, what I found is I actually moved uh, from Massachusetts to California in 2007, and that was my guidance. I felt I had to go. It was no doubt. Never visited California. I just sold everything, left my job at that time, and moved. And everything worked out, and I had to confront. I, I tell people a lot of times that confront your comfort zone, what you think your comfort zone is, you know, and to not, for me, what I had to do was not think about it because if I started thinking about it and got that second thought after the initial intuition, then I would have not been able to do it because I would have been afraid. Maybe what I said was wrong. If I went there, I don't know what's going to happen. So I kind of tell people to not focus on their thoughts in that way. This is not your fear. It's just to go forward and do something that you think, you know, you were kind of nervous before. And what I did was I ended up going to an event, I go to a group, and then someone else would invite me somewhere else. And this, I think, tends to happen a lot. But we had the choice in that moment to go forward with that invitation or not. And I would just take invitation after invitation, and that's how I would meet people who would then invite me somewhere else. And it would just be this, like, domino effect of different things. And so you could just go to one group, get invited somewhere else, and keep getting invited and meet other people and maybe more than likely that could be a way for you to 
make your soulmate. Right. How interesting. And I love the title of your book, too, Gabriella. Um, you find your soulmate when you let go of searching. Talk a little bit more about that. Sure. I think that um, just kind of like we were discussing, when you're not in the space of um, needing to find somebody but you're desiring to, then you're more in that just the relaxation of whatever comes. If I feel I'm guided to it, I'm going to take the action. And when you're in that space, you attract other people to you and other situations to you that are also vibrating in that same space. Um, I, I tend to tell people that if you are, like, putting out the energy that I, I need someone and I want to be alone, then a lot of times those types of um, vibrational space are going to attract the same back. So you're, you could probably attract someone who's feeling the same way, and then, therefore, it's not going to be a healthy relationship. It's more of a, a dependent relationship. And so I found for myself, as, as you were saying at the beginning of the show, that once I just let go and realized that, you know, I don't need to be with somebody, it's okay if I'm a year, more than a year, or whatever amount of time, not with anybody, and I'm just enjoying myself and enjoying the friendships I'm making and what I'm doing. Once I really got into that space to do that and fully let go of being in a relationship, that's when he naturally came into my life, and it was amazing. It really was awesome, and it, if for me, I had the intuition and the um, guidance to start an outline for the book before I met him. And then when we met, we had a lot of our experience before I start to sit down and actually write the book. So it was wow, girl. You really put your money where your mouth is. You, you go out there and start writing a book before you even find your soulmate. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That is great. So let me ask you, without getting too, too horribly personal, now your, your, your mate or your significant other, however you refer to him, um, was he of the same mindset? Was, was he also out there saying, you know, it's okay if it happens, it's okay, I'm happy if it doesn't too? Yes, he was actually. And it was for him, it was the first time too that he was in that space too, because he, um, in 2005 years, he had a divorce, you know, and he had some relationships after that. But, you know, when you get, go through something like that, you can be in a space of being a little lonely and wanting to, you know, be with someone. And he was in that space for a little bit. And then it wasn't until he just, you know, had ended a relationship. I think it was six or seven months before we met that he was just, you know, doing his own thing and, and focusing on, uh, things he wanted to create in his life and just enjoying the things that he enjoyed. And that's the, the space that we, we both came in contact with each other. So it's also part of trusting that the person who's out there who's uh, intended for you is also going to be kind of holding that space when the time is right and when your two paths are ready to cross, right? Definitely. Definitely. Oh. And I think um, when you when you get in that space of believing that, and really feeling that, then you're really able to just enjoy life more because you're not, you don't feel the rush, you know. And and I think uh, our society can tend to do that with our our ages, so to speak. I mean, we're timeless, eternal beings, of course, but you know, our yeah. age can kind of limit us like that. You know, uh-huh. by a certain time, you have to experience this and you have to accomplish this. And if you mm-hmm. keep believing that and and that's your focus, then 
of course, you can get nervous of not having a certain experience right. by a certain date because oh, of those things. Yeah, the pressure that we have from society is that, you know, we get to a certain age or some women say their clock is ticking, whatever it is. We're going to go into break again here, Gabriella. And when we come back, I'd love to hear more about a soul contract and what that means. Okay. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit. And so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. And I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, rebuilding, building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her inside network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Well, hey, welcome back, everybody. We're just having a delightful conversation here today with our guest, Gabriella Hartwell, who is an intuitive relationship life coach. And Gabriella has written what sounds like a wonderful book um, about letting go of the need to find somebody. And, and, and when you do that, that you're more likely to attract that special someone into your life. And the name of that book is uh, You Find Your Soulmate When You Let Go of Searching, and that's available on Amazon. And I'm sure you can probably read more about that at Gabriella's website, EmergingSoul.com. What a wonderful name for a website, Gabriella. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead. 
actually how it came across that was interesting too. I I um talking about the intuition and that first thought. I just when I was knowing I had to develop a website. I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit with it. And, and the thing that, that I've learned is patience and just trusting that the answer is going to come to you when it's meant to. And uh, you put the intention out and then you will receive an answer. And then it's just a matter of patience and listening. And so that's what I did. I knew I had to have a website. And then I just sat with it. I wasn't sure, you know, what I needed to do for the title, the website name. And then uh, one of my friends is a website designer. So uh, it just worked out that I just, went to sleep the next morning, woke up, and had a feeling that that needed to be the title. And um, so I had asked him to see if there's a way we could have that as a website, and he did a search, and it ended up that it was a website that was being used, but, I mean, it was, someone had it, but it wasn't being used. Mm-hmm. So we had to wait until October, um, which was when I was being guided to move to California that month of October, which was interesting. And it oh, wasn't geez. until October that it was available for us to have. Which was oh perfect. <laughs> wow, that is really affirming, isn't it? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, that's just amazing. I love how all these puzzle pieces fit together when you just you just let everything be and let it take its path and and uh, oh, it's just so wonderful, so inspirational. Gabriella, you mentioned um, soul contracts. Tell us what a soul contract is and, and how that can affect relationships or, or, or attracting relationships or both. I talk about, uh, there's a, a layers of uh, soul contracts. So um, on my, um, I have my own blog, a blog talk show, and we've, we've discussed this too, which is also available for more people on my website to hear that show, and I've also written a blog about this in more detail, but... Um, soul contract that starts with individual. There's an individual soul contract. Um, there's also combined soul contract, and then there's the collective, which includes the whole world. Um, and what a soul contract is is a contract that has been uh, set up before physical incarnation, so before our souls are in this physical body that we now have here on Earth, and we um, intend with our own souls to create something and, and intend to experience uh, specific things on Earth this time around. And so um, that's what a soul contract is. It's an intention to uh, create something for healing, for growth, for lots of reasons. And um, individual soul contracts involve just that individual person and what they want to create in their life and what they intended to, to experience. And then combined soul contracts are with other souls that come along the journey. And um, I work with both of those a lot um, within my coaching for the contracts individually. If that includes the, the beliefs and the experiences and things that you have within your life. And um, so that, and then also the combined, which involves other people that you have relationships with. And um, when you, we can be aware of this, you know, knowing that even, and sometimes a lot of times we're not even aware of what the details are of the contract, but just knowing that we have a contract with others um, allows us a, a certain, a certain calm and a certain patience too with the relationship and everything that we're experiencing. We're able to kind of take a step back from things that we are viewing as challenges and possibly negative in those experiences and in those relationships and maybe see, well, okay, if I could have created this, then what am I to gain from this? And why would I have created this? And then it, it helps with um, 
you know, having a loving space all the time with yourself and with other people, even if you're confronted, and especially if you're confronted with challenges. That's so fascinating. I, it prompts me to tell you a story about something that happened to me a couple of months ago, and this isn't exactly the kind of sole contract that uh, I thought we'd be focusing on today, but it's just such an interesting story. Um, I was coming home after giving a speech, and it was it was late at night, and I was in an area that I wasn't familiar with. It was kind of a dark road, and the speed limit was 35, and I slowed down. I just, you know, that intuition we were talking about earlier, that feeling just said slow down. And I slowed way down to about 20. And I came up to a um, an intersection and there was a stop sign for the people, you know, going across the road, but I did not have a stop sign. And this woman was sitting at the stop sign. And all of a sudden, just as I came into the intersection going my nice slow 15 or 20 or whatever it was by that time, instead of 35, she decides, boom, she's going to go. Now, she'd been sitting there for a while. And she just she just cut me off. I ran right into her. And, um, you know, I had this. It was so strange, Gabriella, because I had this peaceful knowing right as the collision was about to happen that. I was fine, that she would be fine, that it was meant to be, that it was okay, that it wasn't going to be a tragic event. And, you know, so, and it was, I mean, she did, she broke her foot um, because I drive a big old Jeep and she was in a little sedan, Um, but she wasn't paying any attention and she was on her phone, I later found out. And so I was, I was assessing this and I was thinking, this is just really strange because, you know, I'm in a good space in my life and and I'm not sure why I might have drawn that to me. And, you know, so I try and assess it. Okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? And I talked to a wonderful, um, intuitive uh, healer, Julia Harvest, who is just also a very gifted intuitive. And she said that she was receiving that this was not about me, but that it was about the other woman and that she was at a crossroads in her life, no pun intended, and um, and that she needed warning and that I had made a, a sacred contract or my angels did with, with her guides that I would be a part of this and, and that no harm would come to me or anything, but that I would be part of this wake up call for her. And I really, you know, at first I thought, oh, yeah, right, whatever, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it made sense to me after a while. And I could see this woman was just a nervous wreck. And she you could just tell she was in a bad place in her life. What do you think about something like that? Well, <laughs> I was feeling before you were saying that uh, it was not for you. It was for her. I was feeling that. And right when you said that, just confirmed of what I was feeling. So um, a lot of the times that... Uh, it, it, is, it can be that way. It can be that, um, you know, you have or or anyone else, you know, has set up a contract with someone and, you know, and then, okay, I'm going to come into your life at this point and I'm going to do this for you so that you can now, in this woman's case, be aware now of really being awake within your life, you know, in every moment of your life. And I'm going to give you that opportunity so that you can then take that experience and choose, if you wish, to then be more awake in every moment, you know, mm-hmm. and, and of course we all have free will that's never taken away from us. So even though we have, you know, contracts that we kind of go forward and, and participate in within each other's life, we always have free will to go ahead and make that decision or not too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
which is an important point to make. Absolutely. And so I've had a little chat with my spirit guides and said, you know what, next time you want to make a contract with some other spirit guides, would you just give me a chat first? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I I think that they may have already kind of given you a chat first because you felt the need to slow down, right? Yeah. You're Maybe right. That right there, they're, they're yep. you. And I felt such, I can't even describe it. I know it sounds really woo-woo to people listening out there. I can't even describe the sense of peace that came over me right before I hit this woman. It was like just this knowing that this was, oh, this was okay. And when it happened, I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. It was amazing. So I want to mention that if anybody would like to call in, we've got another couple segments left to the show. And uh, the number is 877-864-4869. If anybody has any questions, we would just love some calls. So soul contracts, Gabriella, that's just fascinating to me. Um, Do you believe that we have soul contracts with our future significant others? Yes, definitely. And I also believe, and I use this a lot, this analogy on, my shows when I uh, share and discuss with people about this topic, about the ladder. And I use the ladder as an, an analogy because we have levels of relationships and we have more than one soulmate, and, but that it increases in the level um, of unconditional love in our experience. And so I use the ladder because you have one rung and then you need that rung to get to the next one, but it's, they're all essential and they're all kind of in order you know, of uh, helping both of both parties to grow, to heal, and to, you know, really receive the top of the ladder, the ultimate, you know, highest relationship uh, experience. And then I also talked about, because we were, I recently had a show about uh, what happens when you are, you know, in a relationship and then your next soulmate comes along and uh, how do you transition out of that and communicate with each other and you all kind of, uh, you know, in the best way possible transition, and I talked about the space in between the ladders are there for a reason, too, so that you can have um, you can have that healing time, and, and everyone's time is different of how long it is, but you really sometimes, after a relationship ends, and you know, transitions, you've changed, you know, through that experience, you've grown, and you have to then redetermine who are you, what it is you want in your life um, now, and so that space in between the relationships and between the wrongs is really important. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like sleeping. We have to assimilate, right? Our, our subconscious and conscious minds really need to assimilate all of the things that we've learned from that that contract, that relationship, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Taking that break in between relationships can be so important. There's There's oftentimes healing to be done. There's that assimilation. There's that me time that is... You know, just so incredibly, incredibly important, especially um, after being hurt or after, like in my my case, when my husband passed away after something really and truly significant like that happens. And when we come back from this break that we're about to go into, I'd love, Gabriella, if we can talk about some steps that people could take, maybe some exercises they can do. Here we go. Okay. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset 
with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson is on Toginet. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central. Hi, I'm Susan Dobson, host of the new talk show, Another Way of Living. On Another Way of Living, we talk about what I call the unspeakable. When I was growing up, if there was a problem, a pink elephant in the living room, everybody walked around it, nobody talked about it. Sound familiar? Tune in and listen to my guests and callers talk about their solutions to problems just like yours. If you are ready and really want Another Way of Living, then this is your show. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central with Susan Dobson. On Another Way of Living, we talk about life, its problems, its challenges, and above all, its solutions. Another Way of Living educates and informs. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Plus, the live format lends itself to surprising and heartfelt revelations from Susan and her guests. You'll be surprised by what's shared, what's learned, and what could change. Join us for Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with Gabriella Hartwell, intuitive relationship life coach, spiritual teacher, and author of what sounds like a book I'm going to have to run out and buy, uh, find your soulmate when you let go searching. And, and you can uh, contact Gabriella at coaching at emergingsoul.com. Welcome back, Gabriella. Thank you. <laughs> so, Gabriella, this is our last segment, and I'd really love for people to walk away from this show with um, some ideas about how they can begin to attract that 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 wonderful person into their lives if they don't have that person in their lives yet. And I know that we've talked about tuning into the intuition or hiring you. And that's that's probably the best way to do it and give Gabriella a call. Um, but what are some little exercises that maybe people can do to start opening themselves up to this meeting? Um, well, the first, there's a couple uh, beginning parts of my book where I discussed uh, what we kind of brought out, the, the latter, and that there are more than one soulmate in your life, and every relationship has served its purpose. And so I really recommend people to look back at their relationships, all of them, the ones that they may have perceived as negative or bad or, you know, maybe they didn't end the way they had intended to, and kind of to go back and look at all of the relationships with gratitude and what can you take taken from them. And um, there's this thing that I consider, I call it the gratitude uh, seesaw, 
that I uh, did with my my soulmate. And because uh, we had split up for a few months at one point, it was something that he had done that I thought was just horrible at the time. And when I was able to look back at it, I was thankful for that experience. And what we did was we then communicated with each other after this time away. And we did this gratitude seesaw where we looked at our relationship and he would say, I'm thankful for this experience and um, and I learned this. And, and then I would go back and say, I'm thankful for this. And we'd go back and forth. That's why I call it the seesaw. And so if you can't physically and um, directly communicate with an ex, then I think um, you can still do that. You can still make a gratitude list, you know, and, you know, what it, what it was that you were thankful for in the parts of your relationship. And if you're currently in a relationship, I refer people to do that, too, to go back and say, you know, what is it that you enjoy or what are you thankful for? Even if it's a simple thing that maybe you can see that simple, like you had a bad day at work, you came home, and your partner just said, take a seat, I'll, I'll just massage your feet, how was your day, and, you know, talk to me about it. Even if it's just a moment like that, like um, whatever happens that you're thankful for. So I mm-hmm. recommend people to do that because when you can release all of the, um, you know, perceptions of any past relationship that you could have perceived as being bad and change that perception around, then you're already in a, in a space to start attracting, um, you know, those positive things that you want to attract and those positive people and relationships mm-hmm. into your life. I love that, Gabriella. I, I do recommend to my clients and my readers and listeners that, um, you know, gratitude journal. Oh, gosh, if, if you don't take part in journaling gratitude, you really and truly are missing something. Uh, but I love the spin that you've put on it where you're going specifically back to relationships and and expressing the gratitude that you know, you're able to take away from that relationship and, and, and the learnings that you're able to take away from that relationship. It's sort of like a, a letting go, right? A, a kind of a letting go ritual. Definitely, because you're letting go of any of the perceptions that you may have had within that experience that's hindering you, you know, from receiving the good that you can absolutely receive in a relationship. Just like that woman that had called that she always receives bad apples. But if she looks at all those bad apple experiences, you know, and is able to say, okay, you know, well, what did I actually learn from this? And what was awesome about this experience? Then you're changing the energy around it, which then makes it easier for you to change such a belief that you always get bad apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, I, th- I think that one of the things this really achieves, too, is not only your internal energy, but your external energy really changes. I remember um, when I owned my coffee house, I used to have singles uh, nights once a quarter. And, you know, there would be people who would come in the door. You could just see where, where they had their the block up. They were angry. They were defensive before they even said hello to someone because they were just expecting the worst to happen or, or, you know, horrible men or women to be there. And then there were the people who were there just to meet people, be they men, women, same sex, opposite sex, whatever, and just have a good evening. So this is really important about changing the external energy too, right? Oh, absolutely. I used to have a uh, this friend uh, years ago, and I remember uh, we had this conversation, and he believed that he'd always have bad apples like this other woman, you know, um, as he believed, and he'd always have the same, like, situation occur, that uh, the woman that he would, you know, choose to be with would end up cheating on him, 
And oh. so he's had more than one experience of this. And so he yes. would, his actions would, um, he would just be afraid of this happening all the time. So his actions would then, from his belief, create that situation from happening because he'd be like, what are you doing whenever she, you know, wasn't with him. And so he always had that fear behind anything he said or did in a relationship that this was going to happen. And um, I told him, and we had this discussion that, you know, what if you changed the way that, you know, you thought about this? You know, and then therefore you can then change the way that you're acting in a relationship. Then you might have a different result. And he just was a firm believer that, no, the results have to change first. And then he would say, okay, well, then you might be having a different period over and over again because uh, so he wasn't understanding where I'm coming from. But that's, that's really the truth. If you're always going to believe you're going to receive something that way, then you're going to act in that way, and you're going to create that happening all the time. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, our subconscious has, you know, kind of stopped developing in terms of, of maturity at, what, 12 years old, right? And so, you know, when you say to subconscious mind, okay, this is going to happen every single time, subconscious mind says, already, here you go. <laughs> Let's just make that a reality for you because it's your wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I know that people often feel you know, persecuted by the, by, by the world and, and by others. And it really is about understanding that when you let go of that and that expectation and your energy changes, you will draw different, you know, different experiences into your life. So, so okay, Gabriella, a gratitude um, journal, if you will, and uh, about the relationships. And what else? Is there another tip you can give our listeners? Definitely. I think it's important, and there's no way that you can really, you know, know what you want to attract into your life within a partner as well as within a relationship if you don't become clear on that. So I have um, two different sections in my book. One is to become aware of who you are. And so really sit down with yourself to, you know, determine what it is that you really desire to have in your life, you know. And uh, there's lots of exercises in the books that I that I bring out in there for people to all different areas of their life of what they're really wanting to create and who they are. And then there's a, another section that's getting getting to be aware, you know, of your soulmate. And, um, and so that's like what type of energy do you want to create in a relationship and within a partner? And so there's more um, detailed uh, examples of and exercises of that in specific areas of what it is like uh, how how you want this person to, or how you see this person interacting with others, and just the energy of that person, um, getting to know the traits that you are really important in a person, like how they are, and that goes beyond personality traits. It's more like how the person is. Right, um, right. The essence of the person too. Right. Yeah. So, Gabriella, it sounds like your book is a highly interactive kind of um, workbook. Is that right? Yes, the first um, parts are, and then um, there are some throughout the book, um, but there's more at the beginning of the book, and then it goes into a lot of, you know, uh, stories, encouragement, um, and those types of things. And I just want to bring out, too, that, of course, with the title, you know, you let go, when you let go of your soulmate, you know, when you let go is when you find your soulmate. It's really important, I think, to let go, because I, I, I have all these exercises that are out in the book, but then I tell people to then let go of them. Don't even look back at them anymore. So you can rip them, you can burn them, whatever. 
as long as you became clear and you set the intention, now it's time to really just let it go and know that it's still with you, but it doesn't have to be there in your focus. Oh, I love that. And just to go out and have fun, right? Yeah. Yes, I actually have people keep a journal. There's another suggestion in there for just to go out and do something on your own. I recommend people to go do things on their own. They don't need to have someone to do something with. Like if there's this movie they want to see, just go see it. And I did that myself when I moved to California, and I found out that a lot of times when I want to just do something on my own, I discovered that there are actually other people doing things on their own too, and you can actually meet uh-huh. people that way. When you're uh-huh. going with someone, you're just focusing on that experience with that person, and you don't yeah. even notice what's and who's around you and what's around you. And so I, I love I, that. Yep. Yeah. I love that point because something I've always noticed is when somebody new comes into town, they know more people than I do. <laughs> you're in a situation where you're kind of forced to go out and meet people and and get out of your rut when you move so that's interesting but you can do it too even if you've been there for years just go ahead and do something on your own and then talk to people and then be aware that other people are there too doing doing that too and it's, it's really amazing when you change that awareness I love it. I love it. That's fun. Gabriella, you said that you have your own blog talk show, radio show. Tell us about that. And where can we find you and when? Yep, there's actually a um, link to on my website, right to the blog talk show. And I also have them on my my blog on my website as well to listen to after the show because I wanted to create like a discussion space so that people can be, you know, feel safe to ask questions, express themselves and get feedback from me directly there um, as well as other people because I'm, I'm very into creating a family-like atmosphere. So I have that set up there and the show itself is called Beautiful, which is B-E-Y-O-U-T-O-F-U-L-L and that's just a blog talk radio um, Slash uh, beautiful, and the reason why that came to me too because I knew I had to have a show and I didn't know what to title it and what I, I ended up writing this piece and and what came through was beautiful and I really believe that when you're being you to the fullest, that's when you're going to attract that healthy relationship into your um, experience. So not only are you being you to the fullest, but of course we're all beautiful. Oh, that is so perfect. And you've inspired me so much during this show, Gabriella. We're we're down to our last few seconds. So I just want to thank you so very much for being here and for inspiring me and I'm sure many, many listeners. And you can find Gabriella Hartwell at GabriellaHartwell.com or EmergingSoul.com. Both have wonderful, wonderful stories behind them. So check out Gabriella. And we'll talk again soon, Gabriella. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Marla. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't